We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I want to start Bleep You Thursday, a, a cathartic hour for all parties involved. I want to start by thanking Jeff and Landfill for putting up with us, one, but two, Dealing with the call sheet. I know it's annoying, boys. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Sincerely. Now, I'm torn, Brian. Uh, This is D.C. geography, not Arizona geography. You can pick north, south, east, or west. Where do you want to start? Uh, Let's go south. You know, I'm from that dirty, so let's go south. Okay. I believe we have a number of options. I believe Centerville is the furthest south option. It's kind of west, but it's kind of south too. So we start Bleep You Thursday with Josh in Centerville. Hey, guys. What's, What's up, up man? What's up, guys? Hey, it's pretty simple. I remember a long time ago last year when I was 45 years old that you didn't have to pay five cents for a grocery bag. That's about it. Dude, I hate paying for grocery bags. It is... It, Josh, you are speaking my language, sir. Because I'll be honest, if the store was charging me the five cents, and and that's just what it costs for the bag, I get it. That's a that's a good that I'm paying for. That money goes nowhere. Please God, somebody tell me what they do with the nickel. <laughs> what do they do with it? Because it goes to the government, and it's supposed to like clean the rivers or something. Jeff's out here fishing for crappy. Those rivers are dirty. What are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing with the nickel? Every football game we work, at the end of the day, we're in the press conference room, and JP will stand up at the, at the podium and pretend that he's a pop. <laughs> and the first thing that he says is, if you elect me, I will abolish the five-cent uh, bag tax. I will abolish it. Um, Jeff, as I've walked in the store and they say, you want a bag? I say, no. And I walk out and stuff like football <laughs> from my arm. You know what my father-in-law does? This is such a gangster move. You know, in the produce aisle, how they give you the little bags to put your produce in? He'll take a couple of those and fill them up as he walks around the store and then refuse to pay the nickel. It's not the nickel. I got a nickel. It's the damn principle of the matter. Where does the nickel go? Where does it go? Yeah, tell me where it goes. Give me my nickel back. Not the band. Nickel back, yeah. The actual, the actual See, dollar I, amount. You didn't think I would know that, huh? I, I thought you would. You're a big Nickelback fan. Um, Jeff, as our, our resident outdoorsman, as, as the fisherman of the four of us, are the rivers any cleaner? Jeff doesn't even think the rivers are clean. Let's go. To, you know who's going to be mad about something? My guy, Charlie, in College Park. Charlie, what it's up, Bleep Charlie? You Thursday. Fire away, buddy. Hey, man. I'm going to be uh, bleeping just like I bleeped last week about greeting the NFL. And somebody, somebody called in after me last week and bleeped me for, for bleeping people for chasing money. But I got to do it. Bleep the NFL for chasing money. They've ruined the Pro Bowl. They shouldn't even have a Pro Bowl anymore. They're going to go to Europe, squeeze every damn penny out. You know, with the Super Bowl things and with the, with the, with the phony contests and the, 
and the skills thing and, and all the grits. Squeeze every dime out, baby. You know why you can't? Because everybody wants more money. And bleep the college players who don't want to play in the bowl games, who don't want to risk their careers. I understand that. That's a little more reasonable. They're trying to make it as a career, trying to get as much money as they can when they haven't earned much yet. Bleep NIL. Squeeze every dime out, guys, while we can. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Um, Charlie's always upset. I didn't think bowl games would be on his radar, considering bowl games were six weeks ago. Yeah. But, hey, you do you, man. Charlie's going to deal with everything, man. We are at the Super Bowl. That's true. Maybe that that brought it back up. Um, Tailgate Ted is on the line, a, a D.C. luminary. Ted, it's Bleep You Thursday. Who you mad at, man? So, guys, I'm going to have to say Jeff Walker and all of the commanders yeah. oh, and yes. fans that are pulling for the Eagles this Sunday. Bleep all of you for rooting for that green. Ted, Ted. Hell yeah, Ted. You know how you ever hear like in boxing, you know, there's eventually a point where someone is just great and you you just want to see the other guy do it that's supposed to be great next. That's what I want to see. We know what Mahomes can do. I want to see Jalen pull it off. I'm 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 not, taking not as a Washington fan, bro. See, you, but you that's can't. what I'm doing. I'm taking the Washington film off my eyes just for this one weekend, bro. You you got to let me slide. Nah, I can't. I'm sorry because all of these Commanders fans are going to say we beat the Eagles, so we're better than them, and I can't deal with an off season of that foolishness. Well, well, Ted, we know that's about to happen. I was going to say we're going to deal with that, that anyway. From the Commanders, they don't come from the command post. Oh, I know. I heard how long does day. it? How long does it take for them to send out a tweet if the Eagles win with like a video of the Monday night game? <laughs> Just like Tampa, we beat them too. They didn't even beat Tampa. <laughs> yeah, they played play Tampa close. It was close. It was close. And we took, if we took a victory lap on that one, we about to do a victory drive. <laughs> I definitely Maybe took a, a victory parade. lap on Thank that. Thank you for the call, Ted. Thank you for the call, Ted. Let's keep it going. Phone lines are lit up. MGM, National Harbor, listener lines. I'll I'll add this. I recognize my voice sounds awful. I think Tailgate Ted sounded rough and Charlie in College Park sounded rough. In the air. No, 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 no. no. They don't have what you have. What do I have? (laughs) I don't know what the hell all that was. (laughs) I'll try to figure out a name by tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to John is in Bethesda. John, what up, man? You need it's... to go over there and hug uh, Big Man. I don't want to hug. I don't want you to hug the Big Man. We're doing well, John. Up, How are man? you? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, this, this is uh, about a week late for you, but uh, local blue chip player Nichols Harbor, F-U. Bleep you, sorry. Bleep you. Uh, he's a uh, Archbishop Carroll tight end and edge rusher. And Maryland Terrapins were among four or five teams he was considering. Last week, he decided on the South Carolina Gamecocks. Why? Could have been part of an ascending Terrapins football program. Would have overlapped with uh, Tua's brother for a season. Could have, could have been something. Could have stayed local. The but, NIL money big down Nick, there in yeah. South Carolina, dog. <laughs> I- John, I appreciate the call, and I'm a, that NIL I'm, is big down there, Sarkeke-Lecky. Here's my thing: I'm a proud Terp. We are a very, very vocal supporters of Mike Loxley and the football program he's putting together in College Park. I'm never gonna say bleep you to a kid for picking picking a different college. 
He's a 17-year-old kid. 18, maybe. And hey, he probably got paid. Hey, man. I can't talk about my, my time when I was in college because uh, the NIL was illegal then. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, something tells me you hey, still man, did okay. Hey, man, I'm just going to say, when it's, when it's greener, <laughs> you go for it. <laughs> I tell you, Ted was talking about the, the commanders fans that are rooting for the Eagles. They root for the green in their pocket. Oh, hell, yeah. That's, that's the green they're concerned well, about. I'll add this, though. I'm not mad at the kid. He's a young man. He made his decision. Good luck. I, yeah, I root for all yeah, DC yeah. kids, right? But – Shane Beamer is starting to annoy me. Who? The coach of South Carolina, Shane Beamer, is trying to turn South Carolina, Maryland into like this rivalry. And I, is I just that, don't. Is that, is that Beamer from uh, V? v was it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's his, his son. son. Yeah, it's his okay, son. well, he's supposed to. But you know who. He's playing on that. You know who really messed up? Who? Virginia Tech. By not have to hire him? You know what Shane Beamer's doing at South Carolina? Taking it all the place. Winning. Yeah. You know what Virginia Tech's not doing? Winning. Winning. Like, yo, Virginia Tech, God bless these Hokie fans. I don't I If I was a Hokie fan, if I was a Hokie alum, I'd be losing my mind. They wouldn't give Steph Curry a walk-on spot. Yes. They didn't want Steph Curry. They yeah. told him, you can't play. Your dad's a legend here. You're not welcome here. But you can't play. They wouldn't let him walk on. What is he doing now? How'd that go? Yeah, they're not so, good. So you lose that, and now it looks like Shane Beamer might be building something. Oh, yeah. And that's I, – I, Frank Beamer's yeah, probably – That's the SEC, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Ask Gil, though. Gil, Gil probably got more free things in Lafayette than I did. <laughs> he was your age. He was your age. my age right. I was six. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Also, it, Maryland and South Carolina, like, they're kind of the same. Like, South Carolina's never going to compete with Bama and LSU and Florida and Georgia. They're just not. They might. I mean, a good year down there, and I listen, I love the Gamecocks. My boy Jamie that's about to land is a Gamecock. My brother-in-law, we had my cousin on earlier this week, Gamecock. Like, my little cousin goes to school there right now. I love Columbia. I love South Carolina. Yeah. You're never going to compete with those schools. Don't tell them that, though. I, I'm telling them right now. But you gotta, they got to have the hope. But, dude, I love Maryland. It's my alma mater. My wife went to school there. I, 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 my mom went to school there. I love Maryland. We're never competing with Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. Let's just all be real. Maybe, like, maybe, maybe in basketball. Yeah. yeah. All, all I want is Final Fours. I, college, I love locks. I love coming out there. Give me a, give me a Duke's Mayo Bowl. I'm happy. No, nah, I don't think Locks wanted that mayo thing no more. He wanted to go high. <laughs> I want no part of that. The mayo thing was terrible. You disagree with me? Yes. That's not enough. Oh my God! You're an idiot. I'm not an idiot. You don't. You don't think Maryland football? Yes. It's, no. It's not going to happen overnight. Locks is building something I here. Think, I think. You're I think. About, you're talking I, about I'm what not going to lie. Though, doing. when Locks was down, I don't in, think he's going to compete either. When Locks was down in uh, Locks was down in uh, Bama, even Bama, yeah. that dude can recruit, bro. And if he can start getting some of those dudes to just stay home, exactly, it can make a difference. Football, basketball. D- like, like, dudes like, the DMV when my school started popping up in the top twenty-five, I'm like, what the hell? Because you get a coach who comes in, he has some cachet, and he gets people that would normally leave the state. I love locks. I'd love to be ranked. I'm. I'm just telling you, my expectations for the football program in Maryland are. I'm. When, when, I'm quite when happy. Brea, with the when Brea has my grandson, and he goes to Maryland as a, as a Turk and play quarterback. 
Maryland gonna win it. I'm telling you. I mean, they were quarterback good. and kick returner, right? When our boy gonna do all that crap, <laughs> we gonna be slashing college. <laughs> when our guy McBride was there, they went to the Peach Bowl and beat the tar out of Tennessee. I mean, think about when we were in college. The, the Orange Bowl, Peach Bowl, Gator Bowl, and whatever. One more. Yo, football wise, they'd be way better if they were still in the ACC. I think this team last year in the ACC wins nine or ten games. Guess what? The ACC is crumbling right now. It is bad at football and terrible at basketball right now. Do you it's think starting to, it's starting you to fall think, off? I mean, the crown jewels of the ACC are Duke and Carolina, right? You think one of them could defect? I don't no, think they have a defect because they are going to. They always, have that grant of rights. They're going to always push that. But I also think we're, they probably getting. What about Clemson? Taking care of more. If you're Clemson, you don't want out. Yeah, you think, Clemson, you go play football in uh, the SEC. The SEC has been pushing for Clemson hard. You're, you're in college sports. You're looking at this big scenario. Where They're you're getting have, to sixteen, and you're going to have the the you know the USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten. Right, you're going to have the Big Ten. You're going to have the SEC. You're going to have everything else. One, yeah, and maybe one other yeah. big conference. But that's what that's what it's going to be. I would love if, and I don't know if it's going to happen, but I would love if you get UVA into the Big Ten. So then Maryland has like a real rivalry. Actual again. rivalry. Yeah. And then. Yeah, we got the Sun Belt and we got damn James Madison and Old Dominion in our stuff. I mean, the fact that the Sun Belt stretches from Norfolk to Lafayette, Louisiana is really safe. I Actually, think it's west of There's North. Texas schools, aren't Texas, there? Yeah, yeah. Texas North State. Texas and all that. So I cannot wait to go down there and just watch some of the games so we can teach them how to eat properly. We need to go to the game oh, in we Lafayette. Going. We've been trying to do it, I, but you yeah. always can't go because you always got something going on. You didn't go last year. Dude, I was going to go if you went. I can go whenever. Can I get a bleep you in? I can also go whenever. Jeff wants to go. Yeah, bleep, Jeff. bleep you to um, J.P. Finley for opening the phones for bleep you Thursday and only taking four callers. <laughs> wow. Listen, Jeff, <laughs> we ask you to do very little, bro, and you got to answer the phones <laughs> once a week. I, and I and I started the segment by thanking you for answering the phones, but you just made me That's answer the them get. for nothing, bro. We got we were talking. It, it's sports radio. Aren't you supposed to talk? And bleep you for getting my man Landfill all all hyped up for not going to break on time early in the show. Yeah, we coming for you today, <laughs> JP. <laughs> man, the wolves are out. <laughs> Knives out. Don't go anywhere. Peter Rosenberg joins the program next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7, the fan. B. Mitch out here b-boxing. That was pretty good, dude. I saw you looking. I'm like, he does not see me moving my lips. <laughs> You're a ventriloquist <laughs> beatboxer. Um, somebody I actually – I'm always excited to talk to Peter Rosenberg, but he's been doing these things on his Instagram page, talking about 50 years of hip-hop, and it's – I'm a hip-hop guy. It, it's, it's been really informative frankly, like yeah. learning about like early, early stuff. So with, with that introduction, let's welcome in our next guest, Mr. Peter Rosenberg, Peter, Peter. The king of New York, Hot 97, ESPN New York. You can follow him at Rosenberg Radio. Peter, what's up, man? How are you? That's right. While you guys are out hobnobbing and gallivanting around the Super Bowl, probably getting free things from people, having lavish meals, I am editing nerdy hip-hop TikTok videos and releasing them. That's correct. <laughs> um, we we are enjoying ourselves in Arizona. You could probably hear it a little bit in my voice if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hear it. I hear uh, it. The craps table got very loud last night at Talking Stick. Uh, all you heard was JP, Peter. <laughs> really? God, I'm missing out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but dude, I, I want to get to Commander stuff with you, but I've found the. 50 years of hip-hop stuff you're doing. And, and they had a tribute at the Grammys the other night. But at Rosenberg Radio, tell people a little bit like what you're trying to – because, dude, I, I feel like I'm learning watching some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's, a, it's a really cool time. And it sort of took a minute to dawn on me. I've been, I've been talking with there, – there's this one um, label that is uh, co-owned by Nas called Mass Appeal that has been kind of spearheading the, um, the, the, the hip-hop 50 movement. And they've been working on it for a couple years. Like, I've been hearing about hip-hop 50 for a couple years. Um, and up here also, they're, they're simultaneously building the Universal Hip-Hop Museum in the Bronx, which is going to be a full-on, real-deal, gigantic museum uh, dedicated to hip-hop in the South Bronx, the birthplace of hip-hop. So there's a lot of cultural stuff that's been going on here around it. And, yeah, I'm just embracing it because, you know, it just sort of dawned on me, like, 
I've been I've had this amazing bird's eye view for the last 15 years, and then prior to that, I was such a student of the game as a DJ, and I realized that a lot of people who follow me know stuff, and a lot of people don't, you know, and a lot of people out there are, you know, 50 years old, have kids, the kids love hip-hop, the kids think they love hip-hop at least, but they know absolutely nothing about it, and hey, I might as well use my old, nerdy qualities to, to, to put some content out there that's useful, and so I'm trying to do that, and people seem to like it. And also, you know, the social media game is also but- about kind of finding content that you like making and that is and that people like getting and you know this stuff is kind of universally liked as opposed to some of my more political content where every time i post it i lose as many followers as i gain but think (laughs) think about it though like in 50 years the impact that it's had well you know some of these genres came way before Right, but hip hop what came in, and then people thought it was going to be a fad, and it's worldwide. They kicked the damn door down. And so, I want to ask you this, Peter, because I I feel like there was probably some inflection point that I should be aware of. Like, what is like we've decided it's fifty years of hip hop. Like, what was was it like? What was the first moment? Like, why why is it now fifty years? Like, what happened? I guess in eighty three. No, seventy three. I'll help you out there, JP. You've been partying a lot. There you go. No, 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 no. Not That's a natural. Not That's a math guy, not, dude. He is not a mathlete. <laughs> no, no, mathlete, you are not. Oops. Um, so, so the inflection point that has been determined to, to be the date that people have gone with, and I think it's a, not that my opinion matters, but I think it's a good one to make sense. It, it's August 11th, 1973, and it's a party. Leo time, baby, Leo time. Leo, Leo season, that's right. Um, of which I'm a member yeah. as well. It was it was a uh, a house party in the Bronx at 1520 Sedgwick Avenue, um, thrown by Cool Herc uh, and his sister. And people, there's a flyer for it, and it's sort of this documented moment very early on that we have where there was a you know a jam thrown where DJs were bringing back breakbeats and doing hip hop as we know it. So could there have been a party prior to 73? Yes. Um, And then, of course, the first real commercial releases for hip-hop don't happen until later in the decade, most notably Rapper's Delight in 1979. But, yeah, it's just just sort of the point where you could really, if you look back at it, you can see the beginnings right there, August 11th, 1973. What would you say in 50 years of hip-hop has been – like, the biggest moment. Like, when did it I, – I would argue now I, – I, maybe I'm wrong, dude. I, I don't know, like, music radio. Like, we know sports radio. But I would argue hip-hop's the most dominant form of music now. Like, from downloads and what people listen to. Maybe oh, country, oh, but been. I feel like – Hip-hop has infiltrated everything. Hip-hop is, right? Like, I, I mean, I remember – and, hell, Peter, I've known you since I was – 10 or whatever so like you were always this like guiding light of good beats but like i i remember fifth grade i'm trying to think the first cd i ever bought was the chronic and then midnight marauders dropped i think a year later and was the soundtrack of my life when i was 12 or whatever the hell that was like when did it become the dominant form of, of music in the world really i don't i think that era is what took it there um i mean obviously you started getting really big 
radio records um, in the late 80s, uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, you know, your, your, your Run DMCs, your Beastie Boys, you, you started having really big kind of crossover records, but it still was a very niche sh- sort of genre. I mean, I remember, you know, rap, the hip-hop and rap section in the record store didn't even really appear until probably the early 90s, you know, like 89, 90. You would still go to the store, and if you were looking for rap tapes, you'd go to the soul section. And it would be mixed in there with next, uh, you know, I'll be sure, uh, you know. It, so it was. Um, I, I would say that that era of the early '90s, the Chronic, uh, the Snoop Dogg Doggy Style album, um, the Nas, the the Biggie, that sort of catapult of the of these new stars who were the new stars. Because it's important to also remember, and this is again all just from my standpoint and observing it and talking to people about it there's a clear delineation of when the music changed basically around run dmc first and then really rock him where it went from sounded like hip-hop to sounds like this to real rapping as we know it today you know like it, it it went from Melly Mel, which was one thing and a really valuable thing. I don't mean to make light of it. A really valuable thing, but not the same level of artistry, maybe, that we would then get from Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, which then, of course, led us into that entire, you know, run in the 90s where we end up with Outkast and these really brilliant artists. And then I think when, when you settle in by the end of that decade and you get to the late 90s, 2000s, it really took over because mainstream music had that pop band run, the boy band run, and Britney. And honestly, as much as people love that time, and it's fun to go back and listen to the music from 2000, a lot of it really sucked. And as a result, <laughs> you know, Amen. I think hip-hop slid in there as the dominant mainstream music right there in the late 90s, 2000, because pop mainstream music got so crappy otherwise. And you had this awesome, you know, um, Dr. Dre drops 2001, Eminem and Jay-Z become huge stars, DMX drops two albums in one year. All this stuff happens. That's it, man. Hip-hop took over. And I, I think what happened, that the other genres didn't have a problem connecting. And that, that, that kind of blew it up, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can think about... I was never into them, but like Linkin Park was a big band, right? Like I never, I was always, I'm like an indie rock guy, not mainstream stuff, but whatever. And that Linkin Park Jay Z mashup or whatever you want to call it created like a whole genre of mashups almost. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was huge too. That that whole period was big, um, and it got into everything. Where then the popular rock music became Linkin Park and Limp Bizkit. And all this music that also was essentially derivative of hip hop too. Seriously, oh, yeah. God, Limp Bizkit was so bad. Um, I, I, I do. I, I want to ask you a couple things football wise before we go because I could ask you these types of questions for an hour, and I think my boss would get mad at me. So, um, Ron Rivera says Sam Howell is more than likely QB one. Are you cool with that decision? Um, I saw you post that yesterday. Um, I can't say I'm thrilled by this thought, um, only because, you know, I, I was excited to see Sam Howell, and I think he has potential. However, 
again, I'll ask the same question. Like, if if you're telling me now that Sam Howell is going to be QB1 next year, I, I still need to know then why we were starting a broken Carson Wentz with the season on the line. You're telling me we had another guy, not just Heineke, but we had another guy who we're ready to hand the keys to? And we watched our yeah, season I, go down I, I think toilet. the same way you do. <laughs> I don't yeah, understand. We, how about the, at least the hint that they may not be picking up Chase Young's fifth-year rookie option? Um, I'm not – I'm not. I'm. Listen, I want to keep Chase Young, and I really hope it works out. To be honest, this is a. I could be wrong, but I view this as a big boy, a big boy football decision. Not emotional. Not we love the guy. He's awesome. He's from D.C. He loves to be here. How could you pick up the contract of a guy who was amazing? for one year, and since then has been a question mark. I mean, it would be really hard for me, it would be really hard for someone to convince me that it would be a prudent, responsible move to sign him to a huge money deal right now. Is that crazy of me? But, but I, I, I'm I, not talking about I, a huge money I don't, deal. I don't I'm just see, saying the fifth-year option. Yeah, I don't even, and then you lose all your but, leverage. But I don't sorry. see the, the reason that you have to have this discussion right now. Because for they have me, to do it by May. You you do it by May, but you don't have to be discussing it right now. And it, it, I just think that now he was asked about it. He was defense. asked about it, but he's a guy who always says I I don't do stuff over the airwaves publicly. But it, but certain players he does everything publicly. Okay, I just so think, real quick, how much the fifth year option is at the same rate, or it goes up a bit? No, it goes up. It, it's sizable. It, I don't have the number in front of me, but I bet it would be for a number two overall pick, I bet it'd be around twenty mil. I mean it's 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 a big jump. But I well, just I guess, think I guess the question is I you guess lose the question any is how... leverage with the guy when you bring it up. Right. Right. That that's that's the concern. If you if you make him sweat this out, he's not gonna forget. Um, I just I think I think they could be going into a situation where you got pain playing on a tag and if I had to guess unhappy about it and then young is like man they're talking about me not picking up my option maybe not being happy about that and you're going into a situation where two of your most important defensive players aren't thrilled that, yeah. that i see a scenario with that, that, where can, that unfolds. That, that's sometimes a work in your favor though because they may be so pissed off that they're trying to prove a point and then all, they go out there and just ball out maybe that's well, what rod's well, trying to do well listen I, I guess the question i have is um, you know, what's your intention moving forward? If, if you want, if you want to, if you're willing to break the bank when it comes time for Chase Young, I don't think he's going to be so mad that if you give him the money. Listen, can I ask you a question though? Aren't we playing games? Like, is Chase really going to give them a discount in any way if they do give him the fifth year? And no and furthermore. No. If they give him a competitive offer with everyone else, they're they're right there with everyone else. Is he really going to walk away? As long as Maybe. you're willing to pay him when it's time, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. But, but by the way, that would be sort of petty. Let's be real; that would be sort of petty at Chase. I'm sorry, bro. Like, I love you, but you have not played. That's true. I I just think 
at least publicly, you say, of course we're picking up the option. And then maybe you don't, and maybe it goes a different direction. But publicly, here's the reality. And the the Giants just saw the worst version of this because they didn't pick up Daniel Jones' option. He He played played pretty well. Now they got to figure it out, and they're kind of screwed, right? It's entirely possible that if, if if you're not picking up a player's option, how about Deron Payne? Typically means you're going to. Same thing basically happened. Exactly. Exactly. Peter, last thing. Uh, Super Bowl pick. Um, this game to me, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going back and forth on every day, and I think most people are. Um, right. To me, it's about like brain versus heart. My brain tells me Philadelphia is the more complete team. Um, my heart tells me. Man, Patrick Mahomes is such an all-time great. He's he's not losing his second Super Bowl in a row. So I, right now I'm feeling the Chiefs. Me and you both. Thank you for the time, dude. And the video, the hip hop at fifty stuff is awesome. Keep posting it. I'm about to post another one right now. You're going to like it. Rosenberg Radio, TikTok, and Instagram. Give me a follow. There you All go, right, brother. That's our guy, Peter Rosenberg, King of New York. Appreciate his time. We also appreciate our friends at Paul Henry's Window Installation. They've done a tremendous job at my house. They've done a tremendous job at Brian's house. They give you fair pricing up front. No games. Sometimes you deal with contractors mm-hmm. and they play games. None of that with Paul. That's why I have always enjoyed working with him. And I know, Brian, you have too. I have, and I've done it, like I said, two times. I'm going to do it again because Paul comes in. He takes care of business. Business, like he says, and then a lot of times they will beat what they tell you the estimate is. Told me he was going to be there from Monday to Friday, and on Wednesday they were rolling out on their way to your house. And I think that's the thing about it. You know, people come in, they're trustworthy, they're honest, and they're very fast with the job, and they get it right the first time. So call Paul right now to receive $100 off windows with the five-window minimum and up to $500 off doors. Contact Paul Henry's window installation today and tell him B. Mitch and Finley sent you. PaulHenry'sWindows.com. Your clear home improvement choice. JP and B Mitch are sitting at one and one. And I'll take that. Oh, you ain't gonna give them no horns or nothing, Landfill? One and okay. one. I won two the first day. No, about. B B. Me and Landfill came to the conclusion your your second one don't count. Your 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 on your second bet, it oh, don't this count. This is gonna go well. Only because so only only crap. because. Only because, because y'all lost, y'all didn't want me to. Uh, everybody y'all, y'all agreed lost, to take the loss. Yeah, everybody agreed to take the loss before they agreed to take your bet. But you, you said that one and one. At least you're not in last. Landfill, bro. how did you come to this conclusion? That's not necessarily the truth. We just looked at the when picks. we left off of the damn show. I had two bets in, and mm-hmm. then y'all decided something the next day. B, do not make me pull up this audio. Um, and play it for you tomorrow morning Uh-oh. when we first, up, when we first dismiss the bets. I'm honestly not sure how Jeff's getting to the figures, but if we count all of Beamish's bets, then he's one and two for the week. I mean, yeah, one and no, he's I mean, one and we one. We never know how Jeff is getting the yeah. figures. So what are what is landfill then? Landfill is undefeated. Two and zero. Oh. All right, Mullins, make the first pick for tonight. Dude. Uh, I'm taking the Queens University money line. Give me Purdue over Iowa. Kentucky or Eastern Kentucky, Western Kentucky? One of the Kentuckys. Give one me. of the Kentuckys. Got it. I, um, you got Purdue. Minus seven and a half, I should say. Yeah. What about you, B? 
Uh, I'm gonna try Chicago against Brooklyn. Brooklyn don't have anybody on their team. <laughs> <laughs> Traded everybody away. And their favorite. Although that dude Cam Thomas keeps dropping forty a night. I okay, think his name is Cam Give Thomas. Me Chicago. You want one, Mitch? You got a winner for the I'm, people. I want you to parlay the JMU Dukes today down at Georgia Southern. Uh, my pick minus three and a half. I mean, that's just one pick. I don't know how to parlay it. but Whatever your pick is, I want you to parlay that with it. All right. I, I always listen to the big man. Give me JMU minus three and a half. And we've had a very Myrtle Beach-specific week on the program. Give me the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina getting eight and a half at home. Marshall is coming from West Virginia to the beach. They've been, it's they been snowing. Lose. It's been snowing in the mountains of West Virginia, and all of a sudden they're at Myrtle Beach. You think that, that you might as well send them to Vegas for those boys? You might want the over in that game too. That's going to be a high scoring affair, my friends. I know nothing about it. So I like the spot. Lanfield took Queens. Lanfield. Give me Eastern Kentucky. Parlay with my other pick. Ooh, coming right at your neck, Lanfield. How are you going to take that? Go Colonels. Thank you to Mitch Tischler for sitting in with us. Thank you to Mike Beasley for calling in. Thank you to Peter Rosenberg for calling in. Grant and Danny coming up next. Maybe I'll have a voice tomorrow. We'll find out. If you made it this far, I owe you DC Brown. Gargle. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.